The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. There's been a lot of chatter about the start of the school year for high school, elementary, middle school students. But I've been thinking about university students, especially those that are kicking off their university careers, because that's going to be really weird, starting the whole thing online. So I reached out to a few people who I knew were just now starting university. First up, Brooke Giesbrecht. Brooke, you just graduated high school, right? SRSS? Yes, I did. <laughs> How were grad ceremonies? Did, did it feel special with the way that it was done? Yeah, it was really different, but it really was special. Um, like, I got the opportunity to attend the prom and the actual ceremony last year, too. So I had experienced that before, and this one just felt really special because they put in a lot of effort to make sure that we still graduated in a big way and had this huge celebration, even though it was very different. Yeah, I can tell you with confidence, people are going to think about the 2020 grad a lot more than the 2011 grad. So mine isn't quite as special. Uh, anyways, <laughs> moving on. Tell me a little bit about your university plans this year. Well, I'm planning on going to the University of Calgary. I'm taking a Bachelor of Science with a major in Neuroscience. Yeah, I was planning on moving out to Calgary, and I was very excited for all of that. And obviously, things have changed a little bit, but I'm still very pumped. Okay, so the first semester is online, right? Yes, it is. So you're going to be doing University of Calgary from your house here in Steinbeck. Is that right? No, actually. Okay, tell me your plans. I'm still moving to Calgary. It seems kind of crazy, especially with how the COVID situation is there. But I have a really good living situation out there. So I thought, hey, might as well just go out there, get a start figuring out life there, figuring out new friends and just new work. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to go still, but... Walk me through that thought process. Was there like a little bit of juggling when you found out that your first semester was going to be online as to whether or not you were going to move or not? Yeah, at first um, there was. I was pretty disappointed because I was really excited to go be independent. And of course, I'll miss um, Steinbeck and the people in it. But I was very excited just to have that opportunity to um, kind of do my own thing for once. And so when I found out that it was going to be online, I was pretty, pretty devastated the first little bit and then I thought well you know what I might as well just go anyways I have my whole living situation already arranged and they're expecting me at the end of August so might as well just go and my parents were totally supportive of that and yeah. Do you know other people that are kind of in a similar situation bit of a bind as to what they're going to be doing this year? Um, yeah I know a couple people whose plans have completely changed like a lot of my friends were planning on going abroad like um, mm. to Europe and stuff, and those, they're either postponing a year or so, or just decided that, hey, I'm just going to get a jump start on school already. Uh, or I also know people who are planning on going to school, and now that it's online, they're deciding just to work because they can't handle the online classes, <laughs> which I understand completely. <laughs> now, you finished up your grade 12 online, so doing the whole online thing, I mean, you're used to it a little bit, but do you think moving to Calgary will kind of help you get into the school mindset, even if you're not actually going to classes? Honestly, yeah, I think so, because if I just did it at home, then it would just be like the same thing that I've been doing all summer, just all of a sudden I have to focus on these classes, but I think it's kind of throwing a wrench in the situation if I move out there, then it's like, hey, my new normal is um, classes already in this new province, but yeah, if I was doing it here, then I think that the motivation would be a lot harder to find. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, <laughs> I wish you all the best. Enjoy school in Calgary, even if you're not really going to school, yeah. and hopefully everything works out for you. Hey, thank you so much. Joining me is Tyson Coop. Tyson, you just graduated high school, heading into university next year. Before we get into the details, where where are you going to university? 
Okay, so I'll be attending Douglas College in New Westminster, which is a college uh, just just in the outskirts of Vancouver. I'm going there to take their science program and play volleyball. So you're going over to Vancouver. What was the driving factor in choosing that university? Well, it's always been a dream of mine to play post-secondary volleyball. And, um, yeah, so I had a few options. I mean, the coach there just really seemed like a great guy, and, and they had a really good science program. And, and, I mean, who can deny the views of BC, so... Yeah. Now, we're going into a year, or at least a semester, of online learning, but I understand you're still moving out there. What was the reason behind that? Our official league play, like many other sports, has been pushed back until January, and might get pushed back even further. So I'm still going out making the trip, because uh, with the restrictions right now, we're still allowed to practice and, and continue to do that. So I felt like it was really important for me to still go out there and make the trip, and just, I don't know, just kind of start this new chapter of my life and I just didn't really want to start it with some discouraging so I thought well let's go out there let's make the best of it and let's just have a good time yeah you're in a bit of an interesting position because you know being on a team you kind of have to be in BC yeah for sure I wouldn't want to let down my teammates or or be the guy who who wouldn't be there for practice just because it's easier to stay home I think I think it's really important that I'm there and, and I'm giving my all to try and make the team better for when we do get back to to playing real games it might be weird to be on campus for practice, though, hey? You, you'll be one of the few students there. Yeah, yeah, and I, it's going to be interesting because, um, I mean, originally I was supposed to go there and visit the campus and get a tour and everything, but I've actually never even seen the campus or, or been on campus, so it'll be, it'll be an interesting first few days when I get there for sure. Cool. Well, I mean, good luck with starting the school year online and with traveling over to BC. All right, thank you so much. Up next, a good friend of mine for many, many years, Jeremy Plett. Jeremy, you are heading back to university this coming fall, and it's been a while since you were in any sort of school. Tell me a little bit about the last time you were in school and what that looked like. Oh, the last time I was in school, I did a... So after I graduated high school, I did a year of Bible college here in Steinbeck, uh, and I stayed in dorm at SBC, and it was... Uh, a fun time, not necessarily much of a learning time, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I think some people might have a similar experience uh, going straight from high school into any sort of second post secondary education. But and since then, I don't know. It's been eight years since then. I'm not even sure we dormed together. So yeah, well, that was so, 2011 to 2012. So yeah, eight years since you were in any type of schooling. What have you yeah, been up to was, since then? So I've been running a dairy farm. Uh, <laughs> I've been running our family dairy farm for the last, well, since then, after SBC, I went back to the farm, and I've been working there since. When I came after college and I started working on the farm, it was me and my dad running the farm, and then when my brother graduated, he kind of joined us as well. But then my dad had a heart attack, and I started kind of running the farm then. Uh, and then as he was coming back, he ended up uh, getting cancer, so then I took over and I started running again, and then uh, and he ended up passing away two years ago now. And so then it was like, okay, well, I'm now I'm permanently running the farm. Maybe it wasn't exactly the way I would have drawn it up, that's for sure, but yeah. Walk me through the decision of uh, of deciding to to leave the family farm and going back to school, because that must have been a tough one. Oh, for sure. It was it was a massive decision. It was uh, not, and it's one of those decisions that doesn't just affect you, right? It's something that affects everyone in the whole family farm. It wasn't just like, a, I want to go to school, I'm going to go to school. It was very much a, well, I'm giving up on this lifestyle and forcing all of my family and everyone around me to decide what they want to do as well. So it was, it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a, yeah, I'm going to go do this now type decision. I've been very nervous to quit jobs that I've had in the past, but making that announcement, that must've been another level. What was that like? It was, well, 
It didn't start off as making an announcement. It started off as, hey, I've been thinking about this. What do you guys think about that? And then uh, a couple of weeks later, okay, I'm getting a little bit further down in this decision. How are you guys feeling about that? <laughs> and then it was like, okay, I think I actually might make this decision. Is everyone cool with that? And so, then it was like, all right, I made the decision. Let's figure out how we're going to do it. So it was a lot of steps. I kind of made my decision in, it would have been in January, and we kind of worked through all sorts of details, and I really only started telling people what was happening in March. So it was a, it was a, it's a, it's a little bit different than just giving you two weeks notice. Right. It's a slow fade out if you can. Yeah, exactly. And then it was a trying to, when we decide what we're going to do, it's about, oh, now we need to try to find a hire someone that will, will fill a lot of the, the roles that I'm doing. And then that's not an easy job either when you're talking on replacing the kind of a management role on a dairy farm. So now moving on to the school side of things, because you are heading back to school for the first time in yeah. eight years. Nervous about that? Uh, at first, I kind of was nervous. Now I'm just kind of getting to the point where uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. But I haven't written a paper in many years. I've done a lot of theater stuff. So I've done a lot, I've done a lot of sitting in front of a computer and writing scripts and writing stuff like that. So I'm not worried about that time. It's more just like I've been writing cow numbers down for the last 10 years. And writing cow numbers isn't writing research papers. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so I, I'm definitely going to have a strong uh, person that I go to with my papers and and say, here, can you proofread this and see if I'm using English and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a getting back into that side of things. Now, he, we've been talking a lot about the beginning of the school year, and specifically universities going to all online learning. Did that put you off of the idea of going to school in any way? Yeah, it was kind of one of these moments where I went, oh, do I want to do that this year then? do I, Maybe I'll just stick around the farm a little bit longer. But I kind of was already pretty far into that decision, and we kind of had talked... So I was kind of like, no, if this is going to be my excuse to not do it, then I don't think I'm ever going to find a, a, a time that's right. Right. But that was a big factor for me. And, like, it's going to be interesting going from working 12, 14-hour days to sitting on my couch at home and trying to log into my class when it starts and keep motivation up. When My motivation normally is that, well, it has to get done, and now it's a little bit more like, well, I need to get it done for in two weeks' time. It's going to be a little bit more... I think I'm going to have to make sure I'm intentional about my motivation and make sure I'm intentional about time management. I have to manage it. Yeah, that makes sense to me. When it comes to the choice of university, I know you're going to the U of M, but considering that everything started online, did you consider you know other options? Maybe even like, hey, if it's all online, I could probably even go out of province. I, I kind of had already made my decision before then, but it, it was like all of a sudden it was a possibility. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, it's all online. Well, what do I really want and where do I really want to go for that? And I thought about it a bit, but I, like they're starting up with the next, they're starting up with the next semester is happening in the, in a winter semester anyway. And that, that's supposed to be in person. And it happened that my, actually my little brother is actually going to school as well starting this year. Um, so it was like, Hey, we could carpool as well. So then I didn't really want to change too much there. <laughs> I actually want to get into that because, yeah, your little brother's going to school. He actually graduated last year, so he's going straight from high school into U1, and you're going from a year at SBC and eight years of farming to going into U1. Is it kind of weird to go back to school with your little brother? So he's been, he's quite a bit younger than me, and uh, he's always been like, when I was, he's, when I was already married, he was just starting to go into high school and stuff like that, so the actual fact that we're going into the same grade feels very strange but also like he's farmed with us the last the last few months 
like full time. So then you kind of feel like we're coworkers, just kind of leaving at the same time and going to school at the same time. So that's kind of helped bridge that a little bit. Cool. Well, good luck going back to school and uh, keeping all that motivation up. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Kenan. And finally, joined by Professor Terry Hebert from the Steinbeck Bible College, also Administrative Dean. Now tell me, you guys are fairly hopeful to keep things open here in Steinbeck and even do in-person learning, right? That's right. Uh, we've uh, been looking at uh, you know the government directives as they've been coming down and, and um, trying, definitely staying within those. Uh, but since we're a smaller school as well, uh, we don't have the same um, kind of challenges that, let's say, University of Manitoba would have. And so we've... Um, We've got classes uh, that reach, you know, about 40 to 50 um, max. So we can we can do live. Um, we've had to do some modifications, though, to be able to do that. You guys have had students that have kind of been correspondent students in the past. Are you guys kind of opening up your ability to have correspondent students? That's correct. Uh, we're opening it up uh, even further. I mean, we do have uh, online courses. We have an online degree that we've been running since uh, oh, for several years by now. That's still running as is. But on campus, in class, we're putting video cameras in, in class uh, with a uh, Microsoft Teams system. And we're going to be uh, making those available to uh, live students as well. They can take the live class or they can do the recorded version as well. Now, for some students, I know you guys do attract a lot of people from other countries, some of them a little more remote. Does this actually open up the ability to go to SBC for some people that maybe you wouldn't otherwise? It does. I, I think every class I've got this year, there's at least a couple of students that are taking courses remotely like that. Whether it's here in Manitoba, whether they've moved on and, and are kind of part-time finishing up, or whether they're... Uh, uh, they're living a little bit further away, like, you know, an hour and a half or two hours away. Uh, rather than driving in every week, uh, we certainly welcome them to do that. And yes, international students, uh, we do have actually some international students who are already quarantining or they will be in the next little while. And so they're, the, some of them are coming back. But for those that can't, uh, yes, that would certainly make that available for them. On the more, let's say, negative side of things, do you have you noticed uh, some people maybe not coming to SBC because they can go basically anywhere in the world being online? You know, it's interesting. I, I've been following online education for a long time, mm -hmm. and th there's this interesting combination that it's kind of like if people know you personally, yeah. and if they're connected to you somehow personally, they'll take courses with you, even though they could theoretically take courses at other schools around the world. The personal relationship is really what makes it work. And so we found that, that students, especially first-year students, are the ones that are the most hesitant to come to college. We are actually having a record, uh, one of our record uh, returning rates this year. We've got lots of students coming back. Uh, it's with new students uh, that are not sure about this process. Actually, that's why we're starting live, and uh, we're going to go uh, live as long as uh, as we're allowed to, um, because we know that that's the kind of the preconception that, that new students have is that college needs to be live. But they'll discover that as you go along, it's actually not that difficult, and it's actually a good fluid relationship between the live and the online that we're offering. Well, I guess that makes sense. Cool. Well, thank you for chatting, Terry. Sounds good. Thanks for the conversation.